You're listening to the Vineyard Community Church Podcast with Pastor Rick Francis. For more information, visit vccmountcomfort.org. Continuing with our series on the greatness of the, of the gospel. I just love that expression, the greatness of the gospel. And, and I'm so aware of all the ways in which we get distracted from the gospel. Um, I was just thinking how the enemy gets us to separate uh, religion from relationship. And it's like, folks, every time we, we, we try to categorize the gospel as uh, some kind of exposition on the religion of Christianity, we've missed the point that it's about relationship with our eternal God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And so we have to realize that the enemy will try to get us and, and get the centrality of the gospel off center in our hearts, <laughs> getting us preoccupied with how others perceive our message or how they see us. And so we don't want to look foolish. So we, we kind of dilute the gospel. Well, usually we dilute the gospel because we don't know what the gospel is. We think the gospel is putting down the doctrine of Christianity rather than an invitation to a relationship to a good, good God. <laughs> Gloria was preaching the gospel today from the Song of Solomon and the Song of Songs. And as she was saying it, yes, this is the invitation. It's an invitation to come and dance with him. It's an invitation to come and be with him. Uh, it's an invitation to come and be loved. And that's so incredible. So let's not take for granted the, the wonder of the gospel. Phil Strout says, the gospel matters because I contend that this good news of Jesus, the Father's intervention into the story of humanity, is what the church brings to the world. We bring an invitation to know the Creator. We bring an invitation to be reconciled back into the family with our good, good Father. And the boundless riches of Christ will always be our central message. That is what the church was born to preach. Huh. The boundless riches of Christ. Coming from Ephesians chapter three. I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace given me through the working of his power. Although I am less than the least of all of the Lord's people, this grace was given me to preach to the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ and to make plain to everyone the administration of this ministry, which for ages past was kept hidden in God who created all things. His intent was that now through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms according to his eternal purpose that he accomplished in Christ Jesus, our Lord. In him and through him and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. Hallelujah. Hmm. So when you think of the boundless riches of Christ, <clears throat> you could just take that expression and meditate on that for most of eternity. <laughs> and just look at the boundless, the boundless riches of Christ. What is it? The gospel is the message by which 
we find transformation, as Chuck so wonderfully preached last week, for which Jesus was willing to suffer and die so that we could be changed, we could be transformed, we could come back to our true identity, <laughs> and that is worth shouting about. 2 Corinthians 5, for Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. And he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. The inexhaustible treasures of the boundless riches of Christ continues to just overwhelm me. Here we find that he has tasted death for all of us. And it's in his death and our identity with his death that we too have died. And that is part of the transforming process. The old is gone, the new has come. And with his death identifying with him, our sins are now taken to the cross. <laughs> and as we're raised, we're raised in the transforming glory of the risen Lord. Hmm. So let's look at the greatness of the gospel. What are some of these boundless riches that's revealed to us in Christ? First, we have a human disease that's called sin. <laughs> for which Jesus is the only cure. And with Jesus, you don't need two inoculations. <laughs> with Jesus, he's the cure. And when you receive him, you have received the cure once and forever, forever. Mm. The heart can be transformed from one way of being to another. The transformation of the heart is just one of the most beautiful things. And I find that our heart is transformed in a moment in time and space. But then as we continue to walk with him, we find that he continues to excavate different layers, levels in our heart to, to bring the fullness of his glory to us. And the transformation continues. And that's why Paul says, we go from one degree of glory to another degree of glory with an ever increasing glory. And that's the beauty of the Christian journey, the Christian relationship with the Lord, that as we continue to tarry in his presence, he infects us more and more with his transforming glory. Hmm. I always like the transfiguration of Jesus. I love that story because we see in a moment on time and space on planet Earth when Jesus is still working fully in his humanness and there is the, the transfer, transfiguration of the fullness of his glory. And as you get closer and closer to the Lord, as you continue to develop and, and build upon the intimacy of your relationship with him, you will find that the transfiguration glory of Jesus will be manifested upon you Moses came down from the mountain and his face shone and they had to put a veil over it because he had been in the presence. Well, it's time to be in his presence, continue to be in his presence until the radiance of his glory 
just emanates from our being. The mind, the riches of his, of his grace, the riches of, his, of Christ Jesus is, is seen in our mind. It can be renewed. We find that there is a transforming of the mind. Mm. The old habits, the old patterns can be broken. It's the good news. Some of us think, is there ever any hope for my addiction? Is there ever any way that I'll ever be able to change my pattern? And it's through the gospel in relationship with Jesus that his glory comes and the patterns can be transformed. The patterns can be changed. Can we be filled? <laughs> yeah, we can be filled with the Holy Spirit, the riches of Christ, the power to live a life through each and every circumstance. That's why when we were doing Jim's memorial service yesterday, it was like, man, thank the Lord that we have the scripture that tells us that we don't have to grieve as those who have no hope. Because of the living hope in our relationship with Jesus, God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we are not going to grieve a sorrow that leads to death. We will have sorrow, but it's a sorrow, it's a godly sorrow that will lead us to life. Ah, I love that. We can become people for whom love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control are gifts and traits because of the riches of Christ, the boundless riches. That's found in Galatians. We find also that eternity is now marked out for an endless loving relationship with one who loves us completely and always seeks our good. We have a relationship that goes not just for the span of the years that we have on planet Earth, but are with us for all eternity. I had a friend, as he was coming to the end of his life, at a relatively young age, he had been before the Lord, and if the Lord healed him, he had his two-year plan of everything that he was gonna do. If he got two more years, if the Lord healed him, this is what his, his plan was going to be. And then he realized, you know, I hadn't even thought about my first day in heaven. I haven't even been working on my plan for heaven. It was, a, it was a beautiful shift in Steve's heart when he started to realize, yeah, if, if I'm healed, this is, Lord, what I would love to do. And if I'm not, boy, what's in my heart? What is it that I want to do my first day in heaven? I think my first thousand years will just sit at Jesus' feet and just take it in, kind of soak it in. Then the next thousand, we might check on a few other things, but uh, no time for all eternity. Relationships, the riches of Christ, the boundless riches of Christ. Relationships can be restored by the power of the Holy Spirit. There's nothing broken that can't be fixed in the kingdom of God. Every relationship, every breach, every transgression, 
the betrayal that's the ultimate betrayal, through the power of the love of God, it can be transformed into a reconciling force. We can be healed of sickness, delivered from demonic oppression through the boundless riches of Christ. Sometimes we need more deliverance than, than we're aware of. Sometimes it's not the big things that are, that are blatant that's, that's right there when you have a, a demonic manifestation, but sometimes it's those little subtle things that are inside our attitudes, the posture of our heart, that are not seeing things out of the pure relationship with Jesus. And those are the things that the Holy Spirit loves to go and just bring us and set us free from the things that would limit and restrict us. Hmm. We can know what it's like to be free, loved, accepted on the inside without needing the world around us to fill that need. I don't know how much you're like me. You don't wear your hair, most of you, the way I do. Some, some of us do, yeah. But, uh, you know, so often, what kind of influence people have on us really has a huge influence on how we proceed and the choices that we make. But when we come into this relationship with the gospel of the good news of Jesus, and we establish that relationship that's real, it's not just a religious discipline, but it's a real relationship of communication, of spending time together, then all of a sudden we find that we're free from what others would have us think and do. We're no longer squeezed and conformed as the world is. We are now transfigured and conformed into the likeness of the one who's the lover of our soul, the one who loves us eternally. We become more and more like him. Mm -hmm. Then we get the wonderful thing of being a partner in his redemptive plan. We get to see people transformed to help transform the world. You know, Jesus said, on earth as it is in heaven. And what is he referring to? He's referring to the will of God and the coming of God's kingdom. And that's what he wants to see happen on earth as well as heaven. And so we say, yeah, we are the agents by which the kingdom comes and transforms a hurting and dying world. Hmm. We can be people who always carry the message of the good news of the boundless riches of Christ. Those are just a few. You could go on and on and on. I would encourage you this week to just take that expression, the boundless riches of Christ, and reflect and meditate. And in your own journal, start listing the, the boundless riches of Christ that mean so much to you. And see where the Holy Spirit takes you from there. So our central message is our enduring message. It is the gospel. We find in Colossians chapter 1, verses 25 to 29, the apostle Paul speaks of this incredible love. He says, 
I have become its servant by the commission God gave me to present to you the word of God in its fullness. The mystery that has been kept hidden for ages and generations, but is now disclosed to the Lord's people. To them, God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Can you repeat that with me? Christ in you, the hope of glory. He is the one we proclaim, admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom, so that we may present everyone fully mature in Christ. To this end, I strenuously contend with all the energy Christ so powerfully works in me. Mm. Paul was committed to the centrality of the gospel of Jesus. But he wanted it not to be just how to get to heaven. He wanted the full gospel in all its fullness. And when you think of the full gospel of Jesus, you just think the gospel is Jesus. Everything that Jesus said, did, how he lived, how he died, how he suffered, all that he accomplished in his resurrection, his preparing the disciples for his ascension, and then his glorious ascension and the release of the Holy Spirit to us. This is the fullness of the gospel, the fullness of the word that got to be preached not only to the Jew, but to us as Gentiles as well. So Paul was compared to share, to write, and to live the gospel with all the power of the Holy Spirit. We can't do the gospel without the Holy Spirit. We have to have the Holy Spirit functioning and operating in us if we're going to live the gospel. So what would happen? What would happen if, if we get so saturated in our relationship with Jesus and so clear on the centrality of the message of the gospel, the boundless riches of Christ? What would happen to us individually? What would happen in our marriages? What would happen in our families? What would happen in our workplace? What would happen in our communities? We would see what God always intended. The boundless riches of Christ having its full force among us. Forgiveness would be extended the racial situation would be dealt with, the ability to disagree in love. Kindness would be manifested, patience, particularly on the roadways. Mm. In the checkout lines. Mm. Sometimes I, I feel like I'm a, a Kentucky Derby jockey uh, trying to find which aisle to get in, who's the fastest cashier, how can I get through and get checked out. Patience, Richard, patience. Mm -hmm. 
Well, the list could go on and on. But the message that transforms everything it touches is the central message we've been given, the gospel of Jesus Christ. We are his followers. We're called to share, preach, offer, proclaim, and reflect that message wherever we are by the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. It's something that begins now and will continue for all eternity. The boundless riches of Christ we will eternally be grateful for. So the gospel is always our central message, always. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. To receive more audio content from The Vineyard, click the subscribe button in iTunes.